0: Welcome to Talent Pop Podcast, where we will provide tips and strategies for success in sales, networking, marketing, and business. We will be learning from real stories that will inspire you to unlock your potential, discover your talents, and develop the confidence to take action on your biggest dreams. We are focused on empowering women to connect their passions with their purpose to find true fulfillment. It's time to pop-up, queens. Pop-up, queens! Hi, it's Amanda O'Connell, your host of Talent Pop, and I am here today with a special guest, Lauren Cuddy. She is a social media strategist and influencer. I am so excited to have you here. Thanks Can for having me. So yeah. excited. Absolutely. And um, she's built quite a following on her own social media, including Instagram, which has been amazing to see. And you also have your first professional experience at Puma, yes. growing their global social media brand, which has been awesome. And would love to just hear a little bit about your journey, how you got started with that and how how everything has kind of unfolded from there.
1: Absolutely. So hi, everyone. Um, My name is Lauren. I'm so, first of all, so excited to be here. I know we like first went into this, you know, you and I have talked a few different times and I was so excited when you asked me to be on the podcast because I think the podcast world has grown so much and I think there needs to be more podcasts like this. So I'm just so excited. So Um, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Um, So, yeah, I'll just sort of talk about my experience working, you know, at Puma after college. Basically, I, uh, you know, I found Puma. It was a Boston company. I was super excited to sort of get into the world of creative and social media. Um, There was an opening at Puma for social media management, um, and I was like, okay, going to get into the sneaker world, going to try something a little bit different, and I was super excited. Um, So once, you know, I got that job, I... Yeah, I basically, from, you know, ground up, started to run the women's program That's in cool. terms of the actual from a Women Handle. So yep. that, to me, was kind of the coolest experience, honestly, mm-hmm. that I've had thus far in my, in my you know professional career is working really closely with a lot of really great women at yeah. Puma, which is so cool.
0: Do you feel like you were able to kind of, I mean, going along this whole route of, like, empowered women, were you able to kind of let that shine through... The platform like how did you go about that yeah
1: so what I found to be honestly like just so great about you know working at Puma and the Puma women platform was that there were a bunch of initiatives and campaigns that we did that were geared toward you know strong women so mm-hmm. we had for breast cancer awareness month you know we worked with a company called barbells for boobs where we worked with women who had you know gone through breast cancer mm-hmm. and either were going through you know treatment or had overcome it and so we you know created a line with them which Wow. is the coolest thing ever. And yeah. to be a part of that, even just the smallest part of getting to see it and being, you know, talking to some of these women and, you know, just even through, you know, Instagram messaging, you know, just the yeah. DMs was just the coolest experience because, you know, obviously getting that glimpse into real women I think is something that, you know, a lot of people don't have the experience to when it comes to, you know, working in social media. The realness mm-hmm. is something that I loved about Puma women. So yeah. that was really cool for me. Amazing. Yeah.
0: And I guess like, did you have you know challenges? I mean, it, growing growing a brand like that. Yeah. What, what were some of the kind of challenges that you were up against?
1: Sure. Um. Gosh. I mean, when it comes to social media too, I think something that was really cool about you know working at Puma was we basically you know it was a small team. Yeah. So it allowed us to sort of be as creative as we wanted to be and kind of try out new things mm-hmm. and you know, we weren't scared to make a bunch of mistakes, really. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, you want to be cautious of what you're putting out there, especially as a global brand like Puma. But Mm. I think the coolest part was, you know, I was given a ton of creative freedom to really, like, what can we put out on a Puma Women channel that, you know, will speak to women from a woman and trying to reach those women. So I think, you know, the challenges were really uh, more so the the day-to-day kind of just – you know, making sure that we're posting at the right time, more logistic stuff.
0: Okay. Yep.
1: Um, And, you know, making sure that, you know, we get the posts together and we get the captions, all the caption yeah. stuff, you know, the yeah. copy, the little things like that, I think, you know, add up over time. And, you know, that gets a little tricky sometimes yeah. to have, like, the full calendar uh, basically laid out for you yeah. for the entire month or a couple months leading up or, you know, to a big campaign or something. But yeah, it, honestly, the challenges were very minuscule compared to the grand scheme of being able to run this incredible yeah. global account. So, That's you know, I, I look at yeah, both and sides. And I, I remember it. you
0: hearing like you know you were working with. It. They're headquartered in Germany, is it?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. So there's
0: definitely challenges there with time time zones and yeah deadlines. I would imagine
1: and totally. Yeah. Totally. So I actually uh, most of the time that I was actually at Puma, my managers and most people that I worked with for the most part, were across the the ocean. So yeah. they were in Germany, they were in, you know, France. So I, honestly, that was something that was really great about working at Puma, though, was getting to see that global side of things. I yeah. think, you know, working for a U.S.-based company, I wouldn't have just, I wouldn't have gotten that experience to meet people yeah. that weren't in the U.S. and getting perspectives and how does someone in German Germany run social media? And what does yeah. their perspective look like? And just, you know, I think that was a really cool thing for me to kind of experience yeah. when I worked there, for sure. Just, like,
0: cultural differences and, like, and at the end of the day, that human element that kind of ties everyone together.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah for sure. Really cool. Yeah.
0: So tell me a little bit about, like, your personal brand. Yeah. Because like, I know so, that a lot of folks are going to be interested in this because inf- the influencer... I guess, thing has really grown, and I think a lot of people want to do this. They're inspired. They're like, how can I, you know, utilize my personal brand, and how can I even monetize off
1: off of something like this? Yeah. So I always, I don't know what it is. I get this weird feeling when people, like the word influencer, I think so many (laughs) times, and I think everyone kind of can relate to this who have been in the world of influencers. Like I always say, like, my dad is an influencer. Anyone can be an influencer. If you have a following or if you have something important to say, you know, yep. that, and you have influence over a group of people, it doesn't matter how big, how small, you are, you know, by default an influencer. Definitely. So my thing is, you know, how can I use my following on different social platforms to influence others to, you know, either buy things that I enjoy or yep. I purchase or genuine like things that I wear, you know, and yes. my genuine self, how can I market that to other people I think is something... That, you know, most influencers want people to realize it's, like, that is who they are. Yeah. But it gets kind of, you know, there's a little bit of, like, a foggy glass between the two. Because people don't always see, like, the realness on social. Right. So I think that's kind of at least, like, a challenge when it comes to, you know, the word influencer that I have yeah. with it a little bit.
0: Because it has to be presented in the right way. Totally. Or in the right way. Re- you're representing this brand, but yet you want it to be authentic to you. So while you might enjoy the product... yeah. I would think it's hard, I think it's a lot harder than it looks. Like, you see these images, it's like, oh, that looks nice, I think I could do that. And then when you go to do it, I mean, you need lighting, yep. and you need, there's yeah. so many, and even the creative the creative aspect. For sure. Um, and I know that that's something that has kind of led you into social media and the, the digital
1: world. Totally. So kind of talk about that a little yeah. bit. Like yeah. Your... So sort of like the creative stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I always sort of say I'm kind of a creative person. So I enjoy being behind the camera as much as I do being in front of it. Mm -hmm. So I think, and that kind of goes hand in hand with obviously my previous experience, like working at Puma, I was, you know, behind the scenes as I also was looking forward to, you know, after working for Puma, maybe being in front of the camera or in front of the scenes.
0: Yes.
1: But having that experience and sort of that, you know, um, exposure to both sides has been really eye opening for me and Mm -hmm. also given me sort of that creative you know, excitement, again, yeah. an outlet for yeah. sure, and I think getting to see both sides is something that has been a, a really important thing for me, yeah. and when it comes to just, I guess, the creativity aspect, because I was given so much freedom for the creative when I worked at Puma, it's kind of just invigorated this excitement in me with my own brand, yep. and being able to, you know, try to like harness some of what I learned at Puma, yep. take it into the real world. And, you know, either work with certain brands that, you know, want me to create content for them Mm -hmm. um, in really cool creative ways. And I always go back to, okay, what did I do at Puma that worked? What did I, Mm -hmm. you know, take some of those, like, best practices and learnings from Puma and how can I utilize those in the real world when it comes to creative?
0: Now, I guess, like, that kind of leads me to the next question is, how would you, what advice would you give to somebody that's looking to grow their brand? Yeah,
1: that's such a good like, question. Yeah. I sh- Honestly, I need advice too. So that's something I'm like, I think everyone always needs, no one really knows exactly what the yeah. right way to do things are. Is sure. I also think social's changing so fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at TikTok. TikTok came on the scene like instantly. Yep. Out of nowhere, it just completely blew up. Yep and you know we had to make that shift when I worked at Puma and I think mm-hmm. the world of influencers has had to make that shift too to maybe some short for- form content versus the long form content that people enjoyed so much watching on YouTube and getting to relax. So I think you know where we're at in terms of the world of social I think it's really exciting but like you have to stay up to date with exactly.
0: it. Exactly. It's just tough. Very. How do you how do you do that? So <laughs> I mean there's
1: no right answer and I think something that I learned More recently, actually, is to try things out that maybe you wouldn't have, but now you're not as fearful of the outcome because it's such a hard – I mean, you're putting yourself out there, obviously, on social. You have to, you know, understand that it might come with some scrutiny. You know, people are going to have something to say no matter what. Of course. But I think feeling, for me at least, I've always, you know, obviously I think we talked about this previously, like being a perfectionist is really hard, especially in the world of social media where you need to strip back some of those layers of who you are if you want to come across as authentic. Mm -hmm. So finding out how you can basically be your real most authentic self on social, I think takes being uncomfortable first. And that's something I never wanted to accept was I always wanted everything to be perfect and it had to be the right place the right time the right image everything to yeah. a t. yeah but i also think also this next generation coming up understands the value of authenticity mm-hmm. and the value of you know it's okay to be yourself everyone not everyone's going to like you yeah but people would rather see the real you than this facade that you put up on social yeah. so that has sort of been my mantra recently is trying to get you know a little bit more comfortable with myself on social and yeah pulling back the layers and saying, okay, you might be uncomfortable, but discomfort is going to make you grow, and I think that yeah. is probably the best advice I would give anyone right now trying to, you know, either start a brand or, yeah. you know, as entrepreneurs or, you know, start social. Just take the risk because you're going to regret it if you don't, I think. Yeah, I think so too. And time will pass. So that's yeah. sort of my advice. That's, kind of a long-winded answer to my advice. No, that's not- <laughs>
0: Um, do you have any favorite, like, resources that you use to stay updated? Like, I yeah. know some folks actually go to TikTok to be updated on TikTok. <laughs> like-
1: Honestly, TikTok, I have learned more on TikTok Yeah, than I can even explain. I mean, well, okay. again, not always the most um, necessary information, but stuff, I guess, as it pertains to the world of, you know, creativity and sort of content. There are so many people on TikTok that are so incredibly talented. Honestly, like, all of a sudden, all of these people have come out of the woodwork. And, like, it's just crazy how talented some of these, honestly, a lot of the Generation Z has come. And they've just come out and just killed the world of TikTok, social, creative. I mean, the fact that they're so comfortable. I know. It's, like, shocking.
0: I know. And I I envy that. It's going to be interesting to see because even, like, my, you know, five- and seven-year-olds, like, how natural they are with it. Yeah. And they're just swiping and they're just – they know. My son shows me, how you know, Google tricks and all this stuff, and it's, like, they're just so natural for them. It's so
1: natural. And I think that, too, kind of goes back to us talking about, you know, do you sacrifice, like, your visual, mm. like, the creative work or, like, the visual perfection that mm-hmm. you had in your mind of what something would look like for, like, the authenticity? And I think mm-hmm. that's probably a, a big challenge for a lot of maybe millennials and even older is just, you know, back in the, the times of advertising when it was very perfected and mm-hmm. very, you know, just a, a white backdrop with a product and you knew it was an ad and, now to this world where, like, ads are so integrated yes. in your every single day, in your feed, you know, walking down the street. Like, you see things that you don't even realize are ads. And it's yep. become such a part of, you know, the world we're in mm-hmm. that I think it, it, you know, we've we've had to make this shift from trying to have things look perfect yep. while also just, like, trying to integrate it into our everyday lives, not being as perfect as we wanted it to be. Yeah. So I think that's sort of the creative issues I think that I've had in terms of like letting go a little bit. Yeah. Not being so worried about it being perfect.
0: And it's, it's interesting too. And it, it makes me think about how we now almost have more control over what we, like what we put out there and what we consume also. Mm -hmm. We're kind of, it's kind of flipped the script in that used to be controlled by the advertising companies and the, you know, and now it's given this whole new market for Mm -hmm. influencers. Mm -hmm. And people that really do love certain brands and want to share that. And yeah. I would imagine that's how you came across some of, like, either skincare or sure. some of the things that you're passionate about. Yep. So it's able to be – it's fulfilling for you to be able to share those things and then interesting for others to absolutely. See it. Yeah.
1: And I think, too, you know, I started wa- – I'm trying to think back to really when, you know, influencers sort of first came on the scenes or, like, the influencer. I remember I started watching YouTube in seventh grade. So I've been watching YouTube for a long time, and it, it in the beginning that was all you know makeup um, influencers and just tutorials and what's yep. in my bag and very simple like genuine very authentic you know easy just sitting in front of uh your probably your MacBook yeah um you know and just recording and that was the influence that you know I was brought. In terms of like how that sort of came into my life, that was like the, those were the first influencers yeah. for me. Yeah. So trying to now see all these like TikTokers and all these people creating all this content that somehow is authentic but so elevated. Yeah. That is scary, but also it's so exciting for us because yeah. it's like oh, there's so much opportunity lots here, of potential. lots of potential. The resources we have are crazy, and I think too, you know, when it comes to working with brands and you know getting the opportunities, sort of, to work with skincare brands and, you know, some clothing brands. I think that's something I'm really excited about is just, like, testing the waters. And I think a lot of companies are excited to work with all different types of influencers, like, diverse influencers, just, like, all different types of women, especially. Mm -hmm. And just seeing what they bring to the table because I think authenticity is, like, the biggest thing right now, especially in this world. So I think the brands, at least, that I'm willing to work with or I'm, like, excited to work with need to first and foremost be accepting and have a wide range of women that they work with. Yep. Um, and one specifically, actually, Aloe Ativa is a skincare company that, um, you know, I'm super excited that like I get to work with them. And it's funny because all of my friends would ask me, Lauren, do you really like this? Pro-? Like you're, you're yeah. posting about this all the time and like, what is this? I'm like, no, I genuinely received this product Basically, like, a month before I even started talking about it because I wanted to test it out for myself. Yeah. And that's something, too, as, like, you know, as an influencer, being authentic and actually liking the product you're promoting or you yeah. you know, that people might buy and you might make commission from that. That mm-hmm. is so huge that you really want to make sure that you're being authentic. Definitely. And that's why, no matter what, when it comes to brands that I work with, it's, like, I want to make sure I love what they stand for. Mm-hmm. I, you know, feel comfortable with you and I love the product, have to, it really does have to be something I genuinely yeah. am really excited about yeah. or else it'll, people will see that. And Definitely. People can see through the ads that people create that are not authentic. Yeah. So I think that's something really important sort of for my journey moving forward it's just trying to be really authentic and figuring out, all right, maybe turning s- some of the deals down that, you know, they don't fit who I am, Mm -hmm. you know, no matter what, you know, the cost is. I think people have to be super real about that is, yeah, at the end of the day, influencers make money and that's a job. But it's also, you know, you have to do some soul searching and realize that, you know, what actually do you believe in? What are your morals? And I think that's when you'll get the right and authentic audience that should follow you because they believe in what you're actually technically selling.
0: Yeah. I love everything you said. And it makes me think of this word alignment. Oh, yeah. And yeah. It, it pertains to, I think, life in general, for too. Sure. And, and, you know, I know that you recently have made a change in your journey, your professional journey. Yeah. And I guess personal, too, because now the lines are kind of blurring these days where I feel like everyone wants to be aligned and mm-hmm. feel good about what they're promoting and totally. what they're doing and companies they're working for. And so I'd love to hear, you know,
1: your next steps in your journey, Journey, what that looks like. Yeah. Um, great question. No, (laughs) still on the way. Um, but yeah, so I think, you know, the biggest thing for me was, again, like I have said, you know, a little while ago, talking about like being a little bit uncomfortable,
0: especially Mm -hmm. when it
1: comes to, you know, the unknown. I think I've always felt like, okay, I went to college and then you have that perfect job out of college and you feel like you need to follow all of these steps that are perfect, that fit that box that everyone follows. Mm -hmm. Like you said, the lines are blurred now. So I think that, to me, that's the most exciting thing. I think there are some people that feel like they need to follow more of that routine. Yeah. Like, do this. You know, you graduate. Then you get the job. Yep. Then you, you know, work there for however many years. The family. Like, all that stuff. I think, you know, that's a conventional way of things. And this new world that we're in today, you don't have to do that. Yep. You, and especially the way that my brain works, being more creative. I think I'm able to kind of harness that and it's really exciting that I can kind of choose my own career path. I can you know make my own hours a little bit and just genuinely figure out again not everyone has to work like their passion job. Yep. But for me no matter what job I work at I'm gonna give it all my all of me Mm -hmm. and my emotions my feelings everything so I've realized that whatever I do I have to be passionate about it.
0: Definitely and you made me think of a couple other things too like Freedom and flexibility, I think, are important Mm -hmm. to people because I know when I was making career shifts and career changes, those are two things that I really thought about. Like, especially I knew that I wanted to be a mom and I knew, Mm -hmm. but I also had, you know, professional goals. And it's like, I think those are two things that really spoke to me in terms of leading me in my journey yeah. and I've done network marketing. I've mm-hmm. done and I still love I love network marketing. Sure. Passion about that type of thing. Yeah. Um, but I also love, you know, building and growing a company and having that freedom and entrepreneurship. Yeah. And like you, I love to hustle too. Yeah. So it's
1: like Well you're creative too. Like I, I remember that I think that's why you and I connected so well when we first spoke because we both have that drive in us. It's just yeah. like what can we do? Like what next? Definitely. We're always hungry for something else. And I think that is something that is so great for so many women too. And I think that's such an inspirational thing to look at is like, we're in the same industry and we're all here working together and collaborating. And I think that collaboration in the world of influencers and creators is so great. And I think that is the next big thing, but I also think it already is. But I think figuring out more ways to collaborate with other brands or other, you know, companies is such a huge part of yep. you know staying connected with people too especially
0: when we're behind our phones 24/ 7 definitely and I think that provides a lot of hope too because now that we're seeing I, I think of like integration I think of people and brands coming mm-hmm. together and people controlling that narrative more sure and and that is empowering
1: I oh think. my gosh yeah, yeah. Um, totally empowering
0: yeah and I love I, I think it fits really well with with talent pop and empowering women and I think it's given women a lot more of that flexibility piece yeah. where we can decide, like we don't have to be chained to like a, ni- a nine to five yep. anymore. Yep. Um, there's this whole concept of gig economy and, you know, choosing your mm-hmm. hours and choosing the brands and... and um, is
1: working. that why you think you started Talent Pop? Like what made you want to start doing this podcast? Is it because you found... Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm curious to know yeah. why you wanted to sort of hear other women's perspectives and is it just women or you know, what's sort of like your two cents?
0: I love, I love hearing, I love the opportunity to provide a platform where women can share their voice. Love that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we've gone through a lot, like in terms of watching where, how far we've come,
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. um, just in, in the professional world, like in staffing, I think like even our company, I, I feel like is different than, than the traditional staffing companies. Sure, like yeah. having, you know, we have mostly women in our company and it's just really cool to see that, mm-hmm. and um, just the you know, it just ties in really well with everything that kind of we talked about. Is just these totally. these new changes that mm-hmm. are coming, and how everyone is adapting, and how people can come together and collaborate and support each other. Yeah, and that's where yeah, you know, talent pop and having this platform is wonderful, mm-hmm. but then to level that up, the community, and that's oh, what I would yeah. love to see grow mm-hmm. because there's so many really creative you know empowering inspiring women out there they all have stories oh, they're all yeah. different right and you know even though we have these differences right everyone can learn from each other everyone can help each other yep and that's what I've seen in, in staffing too and that's our bread and butter of our business is, is networking yeah helping each other so you know why not create a community that kind of aligns with all of that I love and- that
1: I was just saying, like, how cool is it that you have this platform and this ability to bring women in and hear their stories? And, I mean, you and I connected a few months ago, and now I just feel like I'm part of this family, this new family of women, too. Yes. And I think that is, like you said, community. Mm-hmm. so important. And just being supportive of one another, but also just listening to everyone's story, because, honestly, everyone's story is so different. Yes, That's why my journey as You know, in the world of, you know, creators or influencers, that's going to be very different than a lot, someone else's journey. Everyone else's journey is so different. Yep. So I think that's something too to remember is sort of, you know, take, you know, what obviously like we say, you know, with a grain of salt because your experience, everyone's experience is so unique. Yes. And I think that is why this podcast is so important. And I, it's sort of something I crave. I wish that there were more like this, truly just to hear perspectives of different women and they'll be able to relate yeah. to other women more and you know, I think everyone will definitely have an have an interesting take for sure.
0: Yeah, and I, I love kind of bridging that talent and skills because I think yeah. every everybody has talent. Yep. Maybe they haven't tapped into it, maybe they haven't uncovered it yet. And I think it goes along well with stepping out of your comfort zone, sure, overcoming yeah. fear, posting things trying new things, mm-hmm. right? And and really stepping out of your comfort zone to uncover those talents. Oh my gosh, because that's it's not easy to do. But I, it's it makes me so sad when somebody says, "Oh, I don't, I'm not good at anything." Oh. I'm like that's a lie. It's you a just, lie.
1: You haven't, you, I, I, yeah, I, that hurts me too. Yeah, and I think, you know, everyone has a talent, whether you know it yet or not, or you have yep. not accept it, or you haven't tried everything. Everyone has something that they exceed in or that they can be good at. And I think. It's scary, too, because some people are, just don't want to stray from the norm or, like I said, that yeah. box that society has created for us as women. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone has the ability to, to change, to do something really interesting and to change the narrative in their own life and in other people's lives. So I yeah. think that's really cool. I think hearing other women on the podcast for others is just, that's why it's so important, just yeah. to hear everyone's perspective.
0: Exactly. And it's just fun. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like we're having fun.
0: We have to have we, <laughs> yeah. we have to have fun. Yeah, you know when you're in your job and your you know you're in your, in the professional world, why not have fun? Yeah, why, why can't we have fun? I know. You know. Yeah. So I we think... have to have fun.
1: <laughs> like, but it is really sad too because it's like, I mean, I get at the end of the day, you know, the world, you know,
0: you make money exactly. And you ha- again,
1: there are these boxes you have to check off, and I we're not you know immune to like we know this. Yes. But I do think that there, it gets to a point where, like you said, you have one life to live. Do what you think is best for you. Yeah. And some people don't necessarily need to follow that path. Like I said, I'm not following mm-hmm. that necessarily that journey of working in that corporate world anymore necessarily yep. for for now. Um. But I think that's again something really exciting, and I think that's changing the narrative. And hopefully, I think there's a lot of women that are probably gonna hopefully watch this and say, "Oh, maybe I." you know, I'm ready to maybe start something new. And, you know, they've worked at a company for a couple of years and kind of taking what they've learned and the people they've met and experiences that they've had and taking that either, you know, starting a new company as an entrepreneur or, you know, maybe making a change. I think that, you know, change is good. And I think change needs to continue to happen. Like the world is changing. We have to evolve with it. So I think um, everyone individually has to kind of, you know, figure out the change in themselves.
0: Yeah, and, and change can be scary oh, and so scary. I know, like, this is, <laughs> so you recently made changes and I, it makes me think sure. back to, like, when we decided to start a company, too, and those fears and, like, but, you know, it's kind of going through, like, those what-if scenarios and mm-hmm. saying, okay, well, what's what's the worst thing the that what could possibly the happen? The worst thing that could happen. Right. And if you have supportive people around you, you know, typically you're not, yeah. you're not going to be out on the street or whatever, right? Yeah. It's, like, but it's it's truly kind of facing those fears and saying, what is it that I really want? Is sure. it worse, like, staying where I am and being, you know, unhappy yeah. or unfulfilled? Mm-hmm. And and I don't know. I mean, do you have advice for women who might be looking to make those changes right now or just, like, maybe feeling stuck? And, oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, to be honest, I was there. And I think every, you know, a lot of people have been in that position where they just feel either like they've just settled or you know, why fix something that isn't broken, or I'm just comfortable, and comfort's a good thing to a point, Yep. but like I have said, like, I think I got to a point where I felt that, you know, I wasn't growing necessarily as an individual in my own career, and, you know, I had, it took me some time, it takes me a little bit longer than I think a lot of my other friends and other people I've talked to, you know, it just took me some time to realize that, you know, I think where I was at, I wasn't growing, and I was, you know, at a point where I was ready for change, but I think everyone gets there at a different time. Definitely. That's what I always tell people is, you know, you can say, oh, tomorrow I'm going to leave. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But if you yourself are not ready, yep, don't just rip the Band-Aid off right away and do it. Because I think you need to make sure mentally you're yeah. ready and everyone, you know, is, grows at a different time. I love that point. Yeah.
0: I think, yeah, everyone's journey is different. So different. And if you spend too much time looking around and seeing, oh, well, she did this and Oh, then I should do that. It's yeah. like
1: the you, comparison game.
0: You cannot.
1: Yeah, it's impro- <laughs> well, and that is too again social media. Yes. So especially now, you know, that, the fact that I work in social media, the comparing game, that's been a thing since forever. I mean, it always has been, even before social media. Magazines, Let's, magazines <laughs> at, right
0: friends. Yeah, or whatever. Everything. Yeah.
1: MySpace. Who yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> were so you on? we were on MySpace. Oh yeah yeah. 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 I got it in like <laughs> eighth grade. My parents were like, "What are you? You're on my what eighth grade?" It's <laughs> whole thing. But, um, yeah, it goes back to, you know, even the early days of social and everything. Yeah. Just the comparing game. Again, it's ne- that's not going away. So yeah. it's sort of like, how do we change our own mindsets to figure out how to get out of that constant cycle of, you know, telling ourselves maybe that we're not good enough or we're not the same as that person yeah. or, oh, I can't do what they're doing or I'm not like them so there's no way I can, you know, leave my job and start something new mm-hmm. or... That's not true. And it's sort of like, it's all about perspective and putting in the work as well, obviously. But I think if you mentally are ready for a change or if you, you know, have the tools or resources, use them. And I think that's why connecting with you has been so great too. Just even having conversations with other women, you know, and just having that support system for me has been probably the most important thing that has gotten me through the last couple of weeks of just kind of you know, redirecting my focus and figuring yeah. out what do I want to do? What is my direction? You know, I don't have everything figured out. Oh my yeah. gosh, I never will. I, yeah. I hope I never will no, because it's... then I'll get complacent. Exactly. I'll get bored. Exactly. <laughs> so, and, you're it's, and you're, it's a journey. It's a journey. It's a <laughs> yeah. journey, girls. Um, no, but it's for sure. It's so valid. It's sort of like, you know, you always are going to be hungry for that thing and you're always going to want to chase and, you know, the second you're, you get complacent, you're Gonna want something else. So yep. I think there's always something to look forward to in this industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when it comes to social and the whole, you know, comparison game, just do you on mm-hmm. it. And it's so easy for me to say that because it, I can just say it and not even act on it. But, like, <laughs> that's something I'm really just trying to push out It's just, like, try to be as, like I said, authentic and follow to your own dream. right, right. Yeah. Feels yeah. right yeah. for you. There's no right or wrong, you know – I always say, so I'm quite a homebody. I'm I'm very close to my family. Like, I would spend every day with my parents if yeah. I could. Like, I literally, my dogs, I'm just such a homebody. Yeah. And there's a lot of people, you know, a lot of my you know, other friends or people that you see, you know, are going out every night and doing all this stuff. And I'm not exactly like that as much. I like mm-hmm. a little bit, I guess my comfort is in, you know, hanging out with my family. And I yeah. love that. But then that's sort of where I get to take the risk of my career and do something that's exciting, and that's yeah. what excites me a little bit more. Sure. But I think everyone, like I said, has their own journey, and mm-hmm. comparing yourself to someone else, it never—it's never good. You can take some advice from another person, or you can, you know, see the trajectory of their career and yeah. see how that kind of fits in with your path. But I think finding your own voice, like you mm-hmm. said, finding your own journey is like that. To me, is what I'm trying to kind of move forward with.
0: Yeah. And one other thing I thought of too when you were when you were talking about that, yeah. concept is just like that fear of judgment. Oh, I think yeah. you know, that can definitely get in the way. Um you, there's so many opinions. It's Everyone. like, oh, well don't do this, don't do that. How are you going to make yeah. things work? It's like you're crazy for starting a business or whatever and I was thinking back to another conversation I had with another female entrepreneur, and mm-hmm. how she was, you know, just concerned about how people would receive like her business and what she was sure. doing and what she was putting out there. Yeah, especially if it's your passion. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's it's just such a scary thing.
1: Oh my gosh, it's and you have to somehow figure out how to block out yeah the negativity. Yep. Um, I. Yeah, I recently actually watched Selena Gomez's new documentary, and she was talking mm-hmm. about in the industry how, you know, she could get after she put one of her songs out. I believe she, you know, got thousands, hundreds of thousands of comments, all positive. Wow. But doesn't matter because that one negative comment is the one that she remembered. Oh. And I think that us as a society, especially women, take things, take negativity in a way that it just. It it destroys you. And I think that can set you back so much, which is why figuring out a way to have thick skin and realize that, you know Mm -hmm. what, that one negative comment should not put you back a hundred steps.
0: It's hard. I think focusing on what you want. Yeah. Staying, like, laser focused on your goal. Mm -hmm. Because, Mm -hmm. like, why are you listening to these people's opinions that aren't even, they're not, it's not, they don't know you, not their journey. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. It, yeah. But it is definitely scary that, you know, hearing the other voice and I think putting yourself out there, you know, we are giving ourselves to other people who have the ability and they're allowed to judge. Yeah. And so that's something that, again, that's the world that I'm in right now, too, especially yeah. with social media. And that's a world I've kind of always been in. Um, I put out music in high school and I, yeah. you know, sang my whole life and I remember being terrified. um, just to, you know, market myself, because it felt kind of, gr- it felt yep. weird to me, because I was yep. like, why am I trying to, you know, show off my voice, and like, I didn't want to come across as, you know, oh, look at my work, look at yeah. me, kind but of. but proud
0: of it but at the I same was, time. Exactly,
1: and it was a passion, still yeah. is a passion, but Definitely. I think, you know, going, in high school especially, that was really challenging, because yeah. it was, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, well, who does she think she, you know, and yes. I think that, those voices have stuck with me. Yeah. You know, that's something to that. And that kind of fuels my fire. You know what? That's okay. Like, I look back on that time, too, and I say, okay, I, the fact that I was so confident in myself then, and I had the ability to push through the negativity. Yes. And I was so confident then. I just look back on that person who I was, and I, like, envy who I was then, the mm. fact that I got through this time that, you know, just being confident enough to put music out that I was going to get judged on no matter what, and marketing yep. myself, and, you know, I was at the studio every Saturday all day, so I yep. wasn't going out on the weekends yep. like all my friends. And I was, you know, a little different. I was always driving and, you know, so yep. I think it's something that, like you said, f- do what is right for you, your yes. own journey, your own career path, but also just like, your own life path. That's yes. like, don't comp- again, we can't keep comparing and yep. we can't keep focusing on the hate, the negativity, and it's so much easier said than done, and I know that. And I know if I got comments later today on a post that were negative, yeah, they would hurt because I'm a human. Absolutely. We're all human. But I think, again, staying true and, like, focusing really on who are the people in your life that matter to you and your close-knit crew or just your supporters and who are those genuine people in your life. Mm -hmm. That, I think, will get you through a lot. And I think, like you said, being laser-focused on something in your journey then no one can hurt you. No one can tear you down if it's your own journey because they have no idea what you're, you're, like, they don't understand. They're not in your shoes. Exactly. So I think that's something, too, to kind of take with, you know, my journey moving forward, too, is just to kind of try to block out the negativity on the outside and just try something. I've always been really scared to just turn the camera on Mm. and just start recording a video for YouTube, for example. That was always something I've wanted to do and I'm, looking forward to it. I keep telling myself I'm going to just do it. I'm yeah. just do it and you know I have such a great group of friends who have always been like the biggest supporters. My friends and family are always like, "Lauren, like you love talking about skincare. You have you like yeah. research it all the time. You research the science behind it. Like I they always share ask it. me yeah. to share
0: it." Exactly. And I guess people want to hear it. I, I guess, Not everyone, but exactly. That's but okay. I guess part of me <laughs> is
1: sort of like, "Well, Why do they care about what I have to say, kind of? And I think that's something that a lot of people, I'm sure, you know, everyone has a different opinion. Everyone's unique. And so, you know, maybe people, I'm not obviously important to any, you know, to one certain person or to a big group of people. But my opinion is unique and everyone's opinion and their, you know, their knowledge is unique. So I think that has kind of helped me shift my mindset to, you know what? Not everyone needs to hear me. Not everyone wants to hear me. Exactly. But the people that do are gonna hopefully enjoy what I have to say. They're gonna
0: value it. And yeah. That, it, it's such a good point because maybe maybe it's just one person that yeah. needed to hear your message. You know what totally. you have to say, what you need to bring to the table, and and that just goes. You know, it, it makes me think about your own unique talents and what sure. what you bring to the table, and that it deserves to be heard. So
1: yeah, everyone does. Honestly, it's like. It is so crazy yeah. how you just think about the worries that we have. Every like how small and minus, Like it's so crazy that worries from you know the outside world of the unknown, these people that we don't even know, yeah. could inhibit us from wanting to do something. Yeah, like that to me. That's a crazy thought. Fear. It's a crazy thought, and I think I've always feared failure. Yeah. So much. I actually I remember writing of an course. essay on yeah. calling I fear failure because I really did. But I think, what is that failure? Oh, A negative
0: comment? Yeah. When and you I, peel back the layers, like, what is that? What is that? Yeah.
1: And once you f- realize, okay, what are you actually afraid of? What would that fear, how would that fear impact your life? You realize, oh, it's the fear is just what other people think of me. Mm-hmm. If that's really the fear, then I'm okay, I think. You know, and yeah. I think obviously you want, to portray yourself in your, your own, you know, unique way and you want to you want everyone to like you. That's just the reality, of right? Yeah. Everyone does. Yeah. But not everyone's going to. And yep. I think that realizing that and recognizing that will help you when it comes to not being scared to fail. Mm-hmm. And that's okay to make, to fail. And I think yeah. I've always, for the longest time, just been really, really scared of that. Yeah. But I think um, the biggest step for me was, you know, leaving my job and, you know, it's not a failure. I think for me, that was like the one of the best things I could have done. Because even yeah. in the past few weeks, I feel like I've grown so much. Just needing to figure out, okay, what is it that I want? It's the first time in my life where I've had the full control of my life, yeah, and taking control of my life, and that to me has become, I think, the most exciting thing in my life, yeah. and I'm just it's something to look forward to. Also, definitely, and you have the ability to create what you want, and that's yep. that's just so cool to me yeah yeah
0: and everything builds upon itself totally you know yeah so it does I'm yeah. excited I'm excited for to see where you go I and know. next steps. thanks and,
1: yeah well yeah. obviously we'll be chatting about the storm still yes, so it's definitely. been so great yeah
0: well thank you for sharing everything My this gosh, has been so fun course. and
1: so great passionate,
0: and insightful and I can't wait to share it so I
1: know thank you so much again for having me I can't Like we've just had so much in common too. Every single time we've talked, it's just been so great that I knew that this was just going to be like a conversation. So fun! It's so fun. So (laughs) thank you again. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, and thank you all and
1: pop off queens. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! Love it. You guys so good. I could have talked for seven hours. (laughs)